from Paul's letter to the Corinthians, hear the word of God. If I speak in the tongues of mortals and of angels, but do not have love, I'm a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give away all my possessions and if I hand over my body so that I may boast but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind, love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in the wrongdoing but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends, but as for prophecies, they will come to an end. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will come to an end. For we know only in part, and we prophesy only in part. But when the complete comes, the partial will come to an end. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face, and now I know only in part, then I will know fully, even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope, and love abide, these three, but the greatest of these is love. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You have heard that scripture at a wedding or two or 50. Uh, you may have heard it at your own wedding, and why not? It is a great text for a wedding because what better time than a wedding to say, now we see in a mirror dimly. <laughs> I mean, bride and groom have no idea what they're in for. I know when Beth and I stood before God and these witnesses on that soaring hilltop in Iowa, we had, <laughs> there are soaring hilltops in Iowa. <laughs> we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. She had uh, no idea she was marrying a pastor's wife. She was going to be a pastor's wife. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that, okay, so. I'm going to go out and I'm going to come back in. Um, well, that wasn't in the contract. We had no idea that we were going to have two kids or, or live in Nashville. We didn't even know that the hotel that I chose for our honeymoon was about six months away from being an hourly rate hotel. We didn't know that. <laughs> she had no idea what she was getting herself into. Now we see our see in a mirror dimly. If anything, these COVID days have taught us, or taught me, is if you think you know the future, you don't. I didn't have any clue that we would be worshiping in a fellowship hall this Sunday. It wasn't on my calendar. Joel, who runs our communication department, who over the last couple of years has gotten our, our sanctuary just, you know, in the best way to communicate, live streaming, everything works, it's great. And now he's had to move everything over here. He texted me 
I never would guess that I would ever want to just get back to COVID normal. <laughs> when it comes to the future, we see in a mirror dimly. While Paul is talking about time and future, Paul is also talking about God and us. Paul is talking to the church, God and us, reminding us that we have not arrived. I think he's addressing folks who think they've arrived. Those people who, well, they believe that they've got God all figured out. They've taken a stroll around God, taking pictures, and they know what God's size and shape and color is, what God believes, how God votes, who God wants to win the Super Bowl and the presidency. I don't see in a mirror dimly why I've seen God face to face, and thankfully God looks and acts just like me. My God cuts me slack when I mess up, not so much slack for others. Uh, my God knows that I'm doing the best that I can. My God allows me some alone time where I can say and do things where there is no God. My God laughs at all my jokes. And I am confident my God will keep my slice of heaven free from Green Bay Packers fans. I'm, I'm convinced of this. I've seen God face to face, and God parts his hair on this side and, and uses a little product, just so you know. No, 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 no. No, says Paul. Luke, uh, Luke says it a different way. The, the way TJ read it to you, you remember. Jesus came to his hometown. Let me say it another way. The word of God came to his hometown. And the word of God was laid down. And it did not match the God that the congregation had in mind the God that the congregation created in their image. The word of God in Christ Jesus came to offer a Bible lesson, a history lesson, said, remember during the time of Elijah and Elisha, the great prophets? Do you remember Elijah traveled south of the border, staying with those people you don't much care for, those people who are not like you at all, and don't you remember Elisha? He healed Naaman, a Syrian. And that was the word of God for his hometown congregation. A congregation who apparently just finished singing, God bless Israel, land that I love. Jesus should have met with the choir director that day. They were just not on the same tune. They took the word of God and came up with another name for it. They said, isn't this Joseph's son? Hmm. They all agreed that it was not God talking. They decided, they decided, well, what we'll do is we'll throw... Joseph's son off a cliff. The congregation turned into a mob to throw Joseph's son off the cliff. <laughs> they just didn't know that 
they were going to throw the word of God off a cliff. It is our great sin. The great sin is we don't see in a mirror dimly. We know God. We have seen God, and God looks like us. God sounds like us. God votes like us. Doesn't like what we don't like. Loves what we love. It is our great sin, and the Bible reminds us of it time and time again, a thousand times over. The Bible reminds us of it. I like the one about Uzzah. You remember Uzzah? Uzzah comes up in the lectionary, but always comes up in the lectionary in July when you're all off in the mountains. <laughs> so am I. Um, Uzzah was a hardworking guy. And he was there on that day when they were bringing the Ark of the Covenant into the garage that night. And when I say Ark of the Covenant, I don't mean Noah's Ark. I mean Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ark. Does that ring with you? I'm getting older now. So uh, The Ark is what the people in the wilderness used to hold the Ten Commandments as they wandered around. Well, one evening they were bringing the Ark into the garage, and as the driveway turns from asphalt to concrete, the ox stumbled, and the wagon began to tilt, and the ark began to slide, and Uzzah stuck out his hand, and boom, that's all she wrote for Uzzah. They just swept him up with a dustbuster after that, poured his ashes into a jar. That was it for Uzzah. Now, what was that all about? What did Uzzah do? The sin of Uzzah was that he created God in his image, and he saw God falling and thought that he had the power to save God. That's what happens when we make God in our own image. The power of it all goes to our heads, as if we know what God wants. And we will even kill one another in the name of God. A man named Abraham Lincoln wrote about that, talked about that. He's, well, he wrote about it in his second inaugural address. That inauguration during that bloody, bloody civil war. They say we're headed to another civil war in this country. Apparently, we can't let one side live. We can't live with the other. The other. We can't live with the other. What was the word for other in Hebrew? Oh, yeah. Holy. We can't live with the holy. We'll throw it off a cliff. Anyway, Abraham Lincoln wrote during that bloody, bloody war, he wrote, both, both sides read from the same Bible and pray to the same God, and each invokes God's aid against the other. It may seem strange that any men should dare to ask a just God's assistance in wringing their bread from the sweats of another man's faces, but let us not judge that we be not judged. The prayers of both could not be answered. That of neither has been answered fully. The Almighty has his own purposes. The Almighty has his own purposes. It's as if Lincoln doesn't know. I don't know what you think of Lincoln. 
I guess what I'm worried about is what you think of God. Is your God on your side, only on your side? That's what I think Paul worried about. The Bible says it a thousand times over. As John writes, those who say, I love God and hate their brothers or sisters are liars. For those who do not love a brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. We see in a mirror dimly. The Bible says it a thousand times over. Sarah and Abraham, they entertained angels unaware. The Bible says it a thousand times over. We see in a mirror dimly. God is in the prodigal. And God is in the boy who stayed home. We see in a mirror dimly. The Bible says it a thousand times. The scribes and the Pharisees, they just walked by that man a thousand times, we see in a mirror dimly. The goats said, when did we see you hungry? We see in a mirror dimly. We get it. Because the Bible says it a thousand times. That those who are not like us bring to us an ever larger expanding vision of who God is. I didn't know God was a Green Bay Packers fan until I met and fell in love with Hugh and George and Tim. Is anyone else in here a Green Bay Packers fan? Oh, Lord. Jeez. Oh, God. Okay. God's over there somewhere. Um, I didn't know God was a Democrat until I met Mandy and Steve and Bob and Nathan. I'm not going to ask if we have any Democrats in here. I didn't know God was a Republican until I met John, or Sally, or Beth, or Ray. I didn't know God was a Haitian until I met Peter. Chanel and Remitez. I didn't know. God was a Canadian until I met Kelly. <laughs> and Bill. <laughs> I didn't know God was a Jew until I met Joshua or Ben or Sharon. I didn't know God was a Muslim until I met Rashad. I didn't know God until I knew Medson and Seba. And I still don't know God. I still don't know God until I love you. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part. Soon I'll be known fully, even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope, love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love.